Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Mike Lawler, Congressman, Rockland County, on this show quite a bit because I like him. Mike, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Sid? I think I saw you out of the corner of my eye because I have no volume on. I'm in a different room. Were you on CNN this morning? Yeah, just about a half hour ago. Okay, I did see you. Okay. And uh, there's a lot to talk about. It's like four different topics. I got to get them quickly because I'm bringing on Dope Hike in Life from Israel. Let's start with the censoring process, which you actually sent to me yesterday, for Jamal Bowman. Where are we with that? Uh, we'll be voting on it this morning. Uh, you know, we had a debate about it last uh, night. Uh, Jamal Bowman sat there all smug, laughing, giggling. Uh, thinking it was it was comical. Right, so, so for uh, people that don't know, because they're not there, so this is very, very cool. This is inside baseball, Mike Lawler. So he is, you're going to vote on to censure this guy today, and he's sitting there. He is sitting there during all this discussion, and he couldn't give a rat's ass, right? No, he, he thought it was one big joke, uh, you know, and here's the reality. As I said in, in my remarks, Uh, He was a former middle middle school principal. He certainly knows the difference between a locked door and a fire alarm. And when he went to the locked door, he pushed it. And, of course, the door being locked, it did not open. He took the signs off the door, threw them on the floor, walked over to the wall, and pulled the fire alarm. And as I said yesterday, it didn't say, in case of locked door, pull to open. It said, in case of emergency, pull fire alarm. He knew exactly what he was doing. He ran past not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, seven Capitol Hill police officers, didn't say one word. It took him an hour to get to the House floor after that to go vote. He says he was in a rush to get to the House floor to go vote. took him an hour. When the bolo went out, the Capitol Hill police uh, went and questioned him. He immediately lawyered up. He went and met with Hakeem Jeffries. Long story short, he pled guilty. So for him to stand there yesterday and say, this is outrageous for me to be censured, he interrupted an official proceeding. The intention was absolutely to delay things because the Democrats were trying to delay the vote. They started walking in single file, one by one, to vote with a card as opposed to a paper card, as opposed to their electronic voting card, to delay the vote by uh, over an hour. So for any of them to act as though, oh, it was one big accident, we all know it wasn't an right, accident. Right. They did it intentionally. Well, here's the thing, though. You guys were successful in censoring Rashida Tlaib last week, and I don't know any about this, uh, this stuff. What do I know? So I have Anthony D'Esposito want to go, what does that mean? Well, basically what it means is she stands there, we all yell at her, and then it's business as usual. I mean, a censure is not enough. This guy broke the law. He should go to jail. I'm being serious. I mean, a censure is cute. It's nice. But it doesn't really mean anything. The guy's not fired. He's not expelled. What good is a censure? Look, he he, uh, obviously pled guilty to a misdemeanor. Uh, He had a suspended sentence and a $1,000 fine. Uh, There's not going to be two-thirds vote, which is what's required, to expel him. The Democrats are circling the wagons. Uh, But he certainly should be uh, 
you know, at minimum, embarrassed. Uh, condemned right. and embarrassed right. on the House floor for his conduct. Uh, and, and look, he's going to have a primary. George Latimer announced yesterday, the Westchester County executive. Uh, and as I said in my remarks, I mean, this is a guy who literally shut his office down in August for two weeks, his district office and his D.C. office, and told all his constituents, call your U.S. senator if you need help. We're off for two weeks. <laughs> I had to. Wow. I had so many constituents of his calling my office for help. And I have today Jewish constituents calling my office for help because they don't feel comfortable going to him for obvious reasons. George Latimer is a good guy. I kind of like George, so I think George has a real good shot here. Look, he's he's been in public office for over 30 years. He's never lost an election. Uh, he works hard. He's well-liked. Uh, he will absolutely uh, give Bowman a run for his money, and and I think it's going to be probably one of the most competitive uh, you know, congressional primaries in the country. Congressman Mike Lawler joining me again, as he often does. So talking about uh, guys like Bowman, Santos is out. That's over. I was uh, talking to Peter King yesterday. I'm going to see Peter later on tonight. I love Peter. He was actually in Joe Cairo's office on Long Island. I guess maybe they were talking to possible potential folks who are going to run for that George Santos seat. Now, it looks pretty clear that Swazi, Tom Swazi, will be the Democrat, uh, I guess, after, nominee after, in, yeah, in the after. special election. Do you yeah. feel confident, Mike? that the Republicans will put somebody out there? Because I know you all hated Santos, and I think it's ridiculous, I do. I hate Talib, I hate Omar, I hate AOC. Santos is a clown, there's no question, but at least the guy voted for America every time, voted for Israel every time. We have such a slim lead in the House. I need Republicans. So me personally, I would not have gotten rid of him. But now that you did, are you confident we can replace him with a Republican? Absolutely. Look, uh, Tom Swazi is going to, be the nominee after going hat in hand to Albany the other day and, you know, basically begging Governor Hochul to to allow him to run. Uh, but I am confident in Joe Cairo and the Nassau County Republican Party that the last three election cycles they have swept. They have won everything in Nassau. They have wiped out the Democrats, including this most recent election where the Democrats ran on George Santos as an issue and the Republicans won up and down ballot. Uh, Joe Cairo will choose a great candidate. All of us will get behind that person. We will all be out there campaigning. We will be raising money for that individual to make sure that we hold that seat, uh, not just in the special election in February, but in November uh, in the general election. We need to hold these seats in New York. It's the difference between radical socialists running our country uh, and, and you know, this wall of, uh, of defense here uh, pushing back reining in spending, securing our border, uh, you know, addressing the economic challenges, the failures of this administration. Uh, a Republican majority is critical, and we will do everything we can to maintain this seat. All right, get it done. Mike Lawler here on Sid and Friends in the morning. According to uh, Mike Johnson, I like him too, you guys uh, are going to get the votes you need to start this impeachment inquiry for Joe Biden. Uh, is that true? <laughs> that was that was the conversation on CNN, and I walked through all the facts. They're damning. Uh, the president's family has taken in over $24 million uh, through over 20 shell companies uh, from China, Russia, Ukraine, and Romania. Uh, the president said in 2020 that no money was ever transferred. His family never received a dime from China. It's just not true. So the impeachment inquiry is going to move forward. I will support it. 
Uh, I'm not there on impeachment, but there needs to be the inquiry. There needs to be an investigation, and the facts and the evidence uh, will determine any next steps, uh, if at all. But the facts as they currently stand are pretty damning. Not good for his kid either. I think I, I also saw today, and this is why it's great that you're here, that you guys also, the House GOP, you're ready, you're ready to hold Hunter for contempt. Is that right? Uh, I'll, I'll defer to Chairman Comer, but certainly if he refuses to cooperate, uh, I, you know, I can't see why he wouldn't be held in contempt. Uh, you know, he is he is central to obviously the investigations that a lot of this money started transferring to these shell companies while Joe Biden was vice president. It then transferred to the Biden family, uh, most of it after his time as vice president. But as as the, the bank records come in, as the investigation uh, continues, what has been uncovered is is alarming, to say the least, and makes Watergate pale in comparison. Is Joe Biden, Mike Lawler, in the final 30 seconds, is Joe Biden and all of them, his brother, Jimmy, his kid, Hunter, the Biden family, is this the most corrupt family to be in the White House in your lifetime? I have never seen a situation where you have 10 family members benefiting from deals with foreign governments. Did you say 10? Did you say 10? in office. You said 10? 10. 10. It is, it is beyond disturbing what has come out so far. So I'm not going to characterize it other than to say the information that has come out is pretty damning. Um, but the investigation will continue. Uh, and we will let the facts and the evidence determine uh, what next steps there are. But the American people deserve to know what the facts and the evidence are, period. Agreed. And with all that said, my friend Donald Trump is the one in court coming up this morning. Hey, uh, Mike Lawler, great job as always. You really, you're great at this. So, I mean, uh, you're a great politician. I want you to, I need you. I need you in the House for a long time. But if you didn't do that, you can certainly do this. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Sid. All right, Mikey. Happy, happy Hanukkah to you and your family. You too. All the best to you too. We'll talk again before Christmas. Happy Hanukkah to you. That's Mike Lawler, congressman out of Rockland County. He's a good man. That's a good man right there. And a terrific politician. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.